That was an impressive 543210. <laughs> We're experimenting at the moment because um, Spotify for Podcasters seems to have changed a little bit. So hopefully, on something called Riverside. Do you remember that song? Riverside, motherfucker. <laughs> no, oh. I probably recognise it. You would definitely. Um, well, you might. There might be a bit of background noise because we're actually in a bar. What's the name of the bar? Easy Rider. Easy Rider. And um, we have arrived in Chamrous. Yeah, in the French Alps. Not where we normally are based. No. But still in France. And we will get onto why we're here in a little bit. I think. Right, it's probably going to have to be soon because this might have to be a bit of a segment on like definitely what is. we're up to because we have had a bit of a rush job now trying to get. The recording equipment out and whatever. Maybe we can record on the way home. Could do actually, yeah. So anyway, this will be a segment, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, we're in Shamroos, uh, about half an hour away from Grenoble, and we are here for the Deus Swank Rally on ice. Well, slushed by the looks oh, yeah. of it. Uh, so yeah, we drove up. The drive up was pretty mental, actually, wasn't it? It was like just pure total whiteout. Like couldn't really see anything. Which it is now. Still. Yeah. And it was all right all the time I was following the car in front and then they bitched out and pulled over. So yeah. I ended up having to lead the way up the mountain. Tomo was the head of the snake. But it turned it into our own little uh, swank rally to get there though. Charlie on the co-pilot. Yeah. Hairpin coming up. <laughs> but, um, it was good. Yeah, so this is a race. I don't know if we spoke about it before. We were keen we to try and enter it. Briefly touched on it, but I think we thought it was not going to be a possibility. Yeah. But it turns out... We made it happen. Well, you made well, it happen. So, well, yeah, not really because we haven't entered, but no. also we probably wouldn't have got away with a full day. No, those are beers. Yeah, I reckon. I hope so. The beer's coming up. Yeah. Cheers. Bonjour. Merci beaucoup. Merci. Oh, yeah. No, it's paying out, yeah. It's still been cash, right? Uh, I want to keep it. Well, I didn't say anything. No, I know. Unless it's all inside. Maybe. Uh, yeah, brief interlude as Chaz is just buying the beers. Mercy, yes. Nick. Is it good? It's waiting for it to happen. Mercy. I think that's still recorded. Yeah, probably. Anyway, right, Sante Lega. There you go. What's this called? Pelican. Pelican. Brasserie de Pelican. I just thought, different resort, different beer. Whoa. Wow. It's kind of like a fruitier left. And yeah, I like a really caramelly, fruity home. Yeah. It's fucking intense. It's really intense. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh well, here we go. Two pints of Pelican coming up. Indeed. At the Easy Rider bar. Two pints of pennies. Oh yeah. We... Yeah, so, um, yeah, so we're here for the Swank Rally. We were thinking about racing it, but we didn't think we'd have time. And then it's basically turned out we were able to get here to view it. So Tom's already changed over his chalet today with Claire. I've been changing hot tub water, dropping kids off at ski school. It's been a busy morning. I was up at five. Yeah. And, and then here. we been to Ikea on the way. Oh yeah, had some meatballs. Had a slap up Ikea luncheon. For 10 yozzers. I know. <laughs> and now we're here and we don't really know what's going on, so. Yeah, we pulled up, we saw like, kind of, there were two two different routes available on Google Maps to get to the area, to the ice ring. Followed one of them, pulled up in a parking bit and then it didn't look very promising, so we carried on driving down. It's a dead end road, but then 
we started to see more signs of life. So motorcycle trailers, vans, that kind of thing. A few branded vans and stuff. And a really cool Porsche 94, 924. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. The green one. It's in this like cool... I don't know what, how you'd describe that shade. It's like limey, isn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's chartreuse. <laughs> Um, yeah, saw that and a cool bimmer, and then yeah, just kind of like carried on walking. We knew we were in the right place because we saw all the vehicles and stuff, but we just ended up at the Deschetery. Yeah, the tip. And you could hear a guy like welding. In yeah, the, in the workshop. It was really strange, but um, yeah, carried on and then eventually saw the Yamaha sign. So yeah, we oh, we're in the right place. Got there and it's absolutely flooded out. Very wet. They they definitely must have had some rain. So what was an ice ring is now a slush ring, yeah. so it's going to be really interesting, I think. There's, um, it's weird. It's a weird place. Here. Like, it's a really funny vibe. Like, it's got a really strange feel. It's like um, almost going back in time. Yeah, yeah. That's actually really accurate. I've got that feeling. Because all the people are weird as well. Yeah. <laughs> just sat in a bar saying that out loud. Everything's yeah. Everything is just a bit like weirdly old. Like. It feels like the planet. Like, 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I went 20 years ago, but it's got that same feeling. It does feel like drop back in time. Um, but yeah, it was a cool selection of bikes. There weren't as many bikes as I thought there was going to be. Well, how many do you reckon there are? 30? Yeah, I was going to say. Something like that. Um, a lot of like old, like our kind of style bikes, like old thumpers, like XRs. Um, there was a Tenere, there was an Africa yeah. Twin. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there was like a, a Rickman. Oh, yeah, that's cool. There was an old BSA. There's a Mako, so like two-stroke oh, yeah. like motocross bike, really tall. Probably a 490. Yeah, um, yeah, like a few XR600s. Yeah, there was actually. Yeah, like at least three, I think. But they all had the, the studded tyres, but they all looked like proper home jobs, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. So I clearly just bought the bought the packs. Well, when you went on the website to look, when I yeah. had a look to try and do the um, application when we were thinking about it, yeah. it gave you a link to where to buy the studs. Oh, okay. And it gave you loads of different options. Some of them are road legal. Whoa. Really? Yeah, that sounds cool. like sketchy. Sounds really sketchy. Just like skating on metal studs. Oh, there was, yeah, but what was that bike? Was it a Ninja? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a Ninja down there, so like a Kawasaki sports bike with studs in road tyres. Yeah, like, yeah, the road tyres. It looked really fucking weird. Yeah, that is weird. So, um, yeah, it's a good array of bikes. I'm actually excited to see them start. I'll tell you the bike we didn't see, though, was old uh, Rowan James from Hawkeye. I reckon he's got it in the van. In the van, stashed away. He didn't want to this leave This is it. Triumph as well, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, hopefully there's we will. We know there's at least one Brit racing. So yeah, well there's the other. Shout out Rowan, we'll be cheering you on. And then um, oh yeah, we saw that other British Transit van. So yeah, hopefully there'll be a couple of Brits there to support. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a classic though. Like probably everyone will be French, but it'll all be in English. Yeah. Like, everyone just getting on with it. Dias. Didn't then, see any swag. No, I was expecting like. Well, the, I wonder if that tent like might have something back again later. Or maybe, there's not many spectators. There's not going to be any spectators. No, it feels yeah. It just feels like a really odd event, like like kind of ghost towny, but like we'll the kind of event you should probably ride. Yeah. Also, they've all gone off on a little snowmobile adventure. Yeah, I guess it's snowmobiles because he said like snow bike. Yeah, it is Snowmobile, because yeah. um, I remember looking again at the registration. Oh, OK. But I didn't realise like, that it was included as part of it. I thought that was just a demo. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool if it is a thing. Yeah. Um, we have 
we have brought with us though the trusty ATC. Yeah. Just we weren't really sure what to expect and if there was going to be like a big like just free area where people were walking around or like or how far away the parking was going to be if we could use it to buzz down to the ring. But no, it's just a flooded. Yeah. So we'll, know, take, we'll take it down. I think we should drop it off and take it down anyway. Just to, it's funny. But. It's a shame because I think the track's too deep for us to be able to just like buzz on the track for a yeah, second. Yeah, it's really soft. Like, how do the cars go? I mean, it must only be when it's really cold. Properly icy, like. Yeah. I guess they'll go and grade it, like they'll bash it and stuff. Yeah, true. Like. But yeah, I think there's definitely been some rain today because it was a slush fest. Yeah. So. And it kind of lends itself to it with the fog. And... Yeah. <laughs> a very eerie feeling, for sure. <laughs> very but odd. We have had some more updates from the 1800 Customs garage back Ooh. in the plan, though. Is it now, though? I don't know if it is. I don't think it's now. Okay. Well, I think it's in the car. We'll save that. Well, so should we do a, uh, a post-race report of the Swank Rally? Yeah, that's a good shot. So uh, we're doing yeah. like a normal poddy style and then the post-race. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess that's kind of it. Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah, it's cool just to try and get the vibe of nothing here. Yeah, <laughs> of the Easy Rider bar. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, santé to that. Santé to that. See you for part deux. Back in our the countdown. <laughs> oh, is this the start? <clears throat> no, this, this is the post. This is the post Easy Rider segment. But the Easy Rider was the first one. I guess. Okay, we'll go with that. Go with that. You, the Easy Rider segment. Yeah. You join Tom and Charlie, 1800 customers, back for an episode of the Moto Chronicles. After we have just attended the Deus Swank Rally, the Deus Swank Rally, which on ice, on ice. ice. Oh, is that the actual official title? Yeah. Deus Swank Rally on ice. Yeah. Although it was the Deus Swank Rally on slush, but <laughs> yeah, I'm told. Yeah, i So yeah, join us in the truck as we're making our way back from Shamroos to La Plan. We're still two hours away with some... This is not going down. The time's not going down and it's red on the map. So um, I think we've got a bit of a journey ahead of us. But that's all right because uh, we've got a pod to do. So yeah, here we are. What were your thoughts on the Swank Rally on ice? I don't know because like, do we need to talk a bit more about like what happened? Because we... Obviously, we said about we turned up earlier, no one was there, they were on a snowmobile thing. Did we say that? Not sure if we did. So, yeah, we made our way across to Shamroos in what we thought was relatively good time. You uh, checked the schedule ahead of time, didn't you? Yeah, the schedule was to start a briefing at 5 and then start racing at 5.30, I think. So, I mean, we got there like late afternoon, I think 4 o'clock, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, going up the mountain road on the, on the fuel light, so that's a good, that's a good start. Um, but yeah, didn't want to be there and do too much standing around because it looked like a kind of proper event, but it didn't look like too big scale. It looks like no one was there. So yeah, as part of the um, event, if you like enter as a racer, um, you kind of have the morning for practice and briefing and whatever, and then. You have like a big 
lunch, I guess. I think they put, put on like a lunch at a restaurant or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then you get to go out snowmobiling for a bit, which I think is pretty fucking cool. It was a good hour, one of the guys said. Yeah, they were gone for quite a while. One of the moody guys. Yeah, those guys. We'll get onto those in a minute. Um, and then come back and yeah, get the machines ready and ready to go on the uh, on the ice and slush and rain and tarmac. The multi surface is like a fucking um, rally cross, I guess, on bikes. Yeah, bike across, bike across. So um, yeah, we kind of rocked up, but it was had a bit of a like weird feeling because yeah, we were going up the up the mountain and it was just extremely foggy and really quite bleak and we had just left like gorgeous sunny the plan yeah. so I already had, had a bit of a weird eerie feeling about it and then Chambridge itself just felt fucking weird yeah I think we did so much we covered we covered yeah everyone's outfits um and then yeah so we went back down to the race area behind the Jachetary got the truck the tri-cap on the ATC two's up yeah, which actually worked surprisingly well I think just pilot I was riding at the time down on the fuel tank and um, you know Chaz on the back feet on the pegs and then my feet were just out out straight so uh, <laughs> yeah actually worked pretty well just rolled into the area as most of these events that we like to go to are it was very loose so we just uh, rode straight in so loose it was very loose and fresh and so dot or loose and, <laughs> and um yeah and yeah we so and again there wasn't really much going on even though we thought it would have been by the time we got there but it was quite quiet but then uh, yeah one of the british bands that we saw earlier on the transit uh in question was actually parked down in the area and they had the ramp out and i was like oh sweet like they're getting their bikes out and stuff yeah. but it was Actually, the opposite. They were putting them away, and I went straight up to them. And I was like, "You guys are right. What's going on? Like, is it was the race being cancelled? Like, because like, it was really foggy again, then, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, super foggy. So I was like, "Yeah, like blah blah blah." And they were just like, "Oh, no, we're not racing on that. It's the time. We just did the track walk. Did you do the track walk?" And it just like carried on from there. It, just... it was a bit odd. They had a very negative energy about them. I uh, don't know these guys from anyone, but um, yeah, they were just they just weren't happy about something. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were just putting their bikes away. I just thought it was a bit, bit odd. Um, but we found out that like two of them, so there were four of them stuck into a transit, all with like proper Evo bikes. They sounded like good riders. Yeah, yeah. Rode a lot, um, but two of them only did one lap on the practice, which is so just. You haven't even really given it a chance. These guys have driven all the way from England, like 12 hours, well, you know, it's like the rest of the Alps, like 12 hours. Paid the money for the travel, hotel. Yeah, been there the whole time. And uh, just decided to sack it off because they, they were expecting it to be like a snow go- They kept referring to Snowquake, which if you aren't familiar with that, was an event that was put on um, as part of the Dirtquake series, I guess. I think it was part of that scene. Yeah, yeah, In Italy, on the Ice Ring Rossa. Um, That's the Milan, wasn't it? I think. I think, yeah, it was relatively. I think it's the Milan, because I think they did some, like, an event at the um, Deus in Milan before. 
Yeah, so that was quite a few years ago now. Um, and that was, yeah, like proper frozen hard pack ice with the studded tires hooking up. And this was an absolute slush fest. Slush, slush, slush fest. Absolute slush fest. Um, but you would have thought as seasoned riders that they would have uh, got into the spirit, but they just weren't into it. And, uh, yeah, all their fucking soggy trainers. They didn't think about coming to the Alps. They might want some fucking boots on. They just have wet feet. Um, and they were moaning that there was no beer there. But anyway. And that was kind of... Yeah, just what if you were going... Like, we know what it's like when we go to the Mallet. Like, I think we bring more beer than we do clothes. Like, yeah. It's just... You have to do it. Yeah. It's just a standard. If you go to a motorcycle event, make sure you pack plenty of refreshments. Yeah. If you want refreshments, you're going to have to take Exactly. Uh, but anyway, so they go, they went, off they fucked. I mean, it's like weird because it's kind of dragging us down with their terrible chat as well. Yeah, they were just, it was almost like they wanted everyone to be hating on it or something just because of this slush. And we were a bit like, oh, and then it was, yeah, still pretty grey and no one was really riding and like there were much less bikes there. It was also like playing with us because we were then thinking, shit, maybe it isn't on because some bikes kept going up the road, didn't they? And just not returning. Yeah. So we were just like, shit, we've driven all this way. Yeah, we just like... Driving shit and sitting in a shit park. Yeah. And then just have to go home. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were just... We had a bit of a funny air about the whole thing at the start. Um, but we thought, no, we'll, we'll, we'll stick out. and went and tried to go chatting with a few other people, didn't we? And stuff. But, um, and the Frenchies were just like, no, no, it's still happening. Like, they were, yeah. So we were like, okay, cool. At some point. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of continue to hang out and um, you know, I think the, the first kind of initial signs that a bit more life was going on was a, um, a Leclerc van like pulled up oh, yeah. so just like a big like panel van pulled up which is used for Leclerc which is like a supermarket so like a shopping delivery van and the passenger door opened the guy got out opened the sliding door and there were a couple of you could see a couple of bikes from the sliding door and then a couple of folk got out and then a couple more people got out, and then a couple more people got out, and it just kept coming. It was like, oh, there's a TARDIS in there. I just, whenever you thought, it was like, oh, it must have been like 15 people. I know, it was loads. It was like, as soon as you thought, oh, they're all out, like more people just kept coming out. And they were all like kitted up in, in their boots, helmets in hand, like ready to go. So we're like, okay, cool, like people are keen, yeah. which was really good to see. And then slowly but surely, bikes started, started up. How nice was it to hear the sound of all the bikes and the, yeah, that was cool. the smell of the tube straight And the tarted flat started up. <laughs> yeah, they had some mad, like, big, yeah, like, huge pile kind of style, like, just massive vat, like, dish uh, on a, in the tent. And, yeah, they were making a fat. The time's just, like, not moving. Right, it's saying traffic is getting worse. Oh, fucking hell. Um, so, yeah, they were just cooking up a massive tarty flat boys so uh yeah good on for that but other than that it was really really good wasn't it oh, it's like there was nothing there <laughs> we were kind of expecting like yeah oh, yeah there might be like a little bar or there might be some like food vendors maybe some like Thea swag and just like i don't know like any partners of the event might be down there with like some bits to look at or like displays or yeah, it's literally a little easier where the riders would start yeah a canvas tent and then the actual building 
where it's like a double garage, like an annex type thing, wasn't it? Where it was a really funny little building. There's some stairs out on the outside of the balcony where I assume that's where they had the coffee and stuff for the riders, maybe. Yeah, they sell out coffee in the morning and stuff. But, uh, and then that was it. Kind of it, really, wasn't it? So, um, but it was good though. It's all you kind of needed. Like the course was the actual circuit was really like clearly laid out. And they yeah, had yeah. like signs up and flags and a couple of barrels with some old ski boots on and stuff. So marshals. Yeah. Um. So we kind of like waited for a few of the bikes to start there didn't really seem to be too much structure there was a um a board up with like best lap time sort of thing people's race numbers and names and machines yeah. and stuff well the setup was it was a uh, two barrels which had space either side for a bike and then stopwatches which were colored so you'd have to start your own stopwatch take off and then when you came back stop by the barrel and stop your stopwatch it was pretty That's good. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I've seen that on like the other Swank Rally like, setups. Right, yeah. Like the Sardinia, the Sardinia one or stuff like that. Sardinia, that was where I was trying to think of that, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just what they do. But it's cool because it was just constant people coming around. It was really cool. And uh, yeah, and then they had a uh, like this mad can which had like tracks, oh, yeah. that, like tracks on it, had a, like an implement lifter on the front, like a hydraulic plow was going around and like gave the course a little bit of a grading um, which was cool but then yeah as the bikes were going around Charlie and I kind of made our way around the circuit to different points you kind of start off at the barrels with like an immediate hairpin and then another immediate hairpin and then it's kind of like long yeah kind of like a, a straight into a long right-hander up a, up, a, up a hill and um, and that was kind of where people were getting most loose, I think. So we're giving it a lot of beans to get up the hill. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Eagle can Super slushy as well. And then up at the top brow of the hill, it kind of, that right-hander kind of continued. And then it went straight along the top, which and it was quite cool because you could kind of see the, the bottom part of the track from the top bit as well. So as we walked up, we could kind of still see what was going on at the bottom of the track as they were coming up around the hill. And then on the top section, it was like a bit of a straight into a, like an undulating left-hander, which was pretty mad. Yeah, that was nice. And then another kind of right-hander into a hair, another hairpin, and then a downhill section back down into like, the, I guess yeah. like a race area. And the, and the barrels. And yeah, the, and the barrels. It was just like people flying down a hill and like, with no way of really stopping on this like slushy ice but having to then do the stop out of the barrel to hit the stopwatch so there were some pretty like harsh stops coming in so it was cool we kind of made our way around had a few Cronenbergs in the backpack which was nice yeah. and um, yeah it was good because at the start there were people were kind of like, I don't know I guess taking it relatively tentatively and you could tell like each time like each time they came around it was like giving it a little bit more a little yeah. bit more a little bit more like the guy on the match X right? Yeah, yeah. 650. Big 650 match. This guy come in, like, he looked, like, relatively, like, uneasy first few laps. And then, then he was, like, really going for it. Yeah. So it was quite cool to see the progression in some of the riders. And then, yeah, it kind of, it just, the energy just kept picking up and picking up, didn't it? It was good. And, it was uh, a nice bike. Yeah, really, really nice like, bike. Considering it was that, that small, it was 
in the end, there's probably about 20 bikes. I think if that, like it was a yeah. very small amount, but it meant that the riders were having an absolute blast because congestion ahead. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, it's meant the riders were having an absolute blast because they were just getting loads and loads of laps yeah. in. And, and yeah, the energy just kept rising and the crowd were getting right into it. And like, they kept shouting out everyone's lap time. And I think the riders were definitely pushing it, trying to like. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, when we first got there, we noticed that the lap timers had uh, about a minute. Was that the yeah, best it one? It was about a minute, yeah. From I think from the morning like practice yeah, or whatever. And then what was it? The Karam said forty-seven seconds was the fastest lap time yeah. that everyone was trying to beat. Eventually, it's pretty good because he was giving it beat. He was absolutely flying. Oh. Uh, coming into the congestion zone, into the danger zone. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. And um, yeah. definitely would prefer to be riding. Yeah, so we kind of established that next year we will be taking bikes, I think, because yeah. it's definitely. Uh, if it's there, I don't know what's going to happen because it's been a couple of years since and it was really quiet. So, like, are they going to bother? We were just yeah, trying to figure out like who actually puts it on, like who's behind it, how's it funded, like just like to know a little bit more about the event because yeah it would be cool to go next year definitely plausible or maybe even set up our own AT customers while there's a plan yeah that'd be pretty good right outside the uh, house of mamas yeah that would actually be really good yeah. in the centre um, <clears throat> so yeah I think all in all it was well worth the trip and um, yeah had a little bit of a little bit of action on the ATC, not on the actual track, but um, we were, it just wouldn't have worked, would it? Like, no, it was the slush was too deep, and the tyres are like literally everyone was running spikes. Yeah, well, I think they all you had. To. Yeah, I think it was like mandatory. <coughs> yeah, and um, yeah, ATC made an appearance in the race village, which was cool. Yeah. Just on the second half, just rode it across the track. Fucked her up. Next to the Sarty yeah. Flat tent. Yeah, so it was just in the way. <laughs> no, that's what I wanted though. I just wanted people to see it. But yeah. That's good fun. Yeah, overall, definitely worth it, like I said. Definitely go again. Would prefer to race. But it was still cool spectating. I enjoyed it. It was really good to watch. And yeah, like, yeah, it was a nice stuff. Especially after those bastards, like, just getting in our heads. We're like, shit, we're going to have to just go home. Yeah, they, they were a bit annoying. So. We did bump into um, another couple of British lads there, though. So we did see Rowan James of Hawkeye Moto, as aforementioned. mentioned. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he's and, straight. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Just said he was British, but I was just thinking not French. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Um, but Rowan actually wasn't racing. So we had seen earlier on his Instagram, like, his back wheel was, like, spinning up. We were, like, a little bit confused as to what was going on. Yeah. And, yeah, it turns out he had, like, couple of massive blowouts and his tyre was just like zip tied onto his rim but the zip tyres just kept blowing so it didn't have strong enough zip ties um, or a rim lock um, yeah so um, yeah he seemed pretty gutted to not be riding but I think he was just soaking up the atmosphere to be fair but yeah had a good chat really nice bloke so uh, nice one for that and um that was kind of it on the British front. They were every other, even though they like just shut all the 
people at Marshalls and stuff are just shouting in, in English anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I think that one of those guys, <laughs> one of those guys was definitely Italian. Oh yeah, yeah he was. But he was saying everything in English. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. Very good. Very fun. And yeah, probably just given us even more of the riding bug if we didn't already have more of that. So. I think it was this like the level of some of the riders. There was probably like five really, really good riders. Yeah. Maybe six. Five or six that were really they were going just for it. Really big. But also making it look like very easy. And fun. Yeah, yeah. Just having a good time. It wasn't like super serious. So it gets into your head like we should be we should be riding more and yeah, get out there and just enjoy it. Just seeing some flashing orange lights ahead, and we're wondering if this is our congestion. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, we've definitely got scope to be doing some more riding there, especially now. Yeah, and well, yeah, we need to get. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I see it. The smooth transition. Absolutely smooth as this. Into. <clears throat> yeah. Slushy smooth. Transition into. The grand unveiling that Black Yak Machine Numero Uno is running. Pretty much, yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, so I'm not going to say race ready because it's far from. <laughs> but Charlie and I, after another garage session on, I think it was Friday, wasn't it? Wasn't it yesterday? Uh, I think it was. Yeah, that was the long one. <laughs> We've done some work before that. So. Yeah. So, I mean, we haven't spoken about what happened since. No, we spoke about the pickup. Yeah, tentatively, yeah, the, the parts bit. Then, oh yeah, did we talk about getting the engine? No, because we just, we've just done the pod on just getting, just getting, getting the stuff. Cool, so you have to go right back a little bit to get in your bike. Not <laughs> Rewind. Yeah, getting, yeah, not getting your bike to run, but having had, like, chopped into your wiring loop and tried to make something new. I think that's where we'd start. Yeah. Right? yeah, I guess so. I think we might have covered a little bit about making the loop, but we'll go for it anyway. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of what I mean. We made the loop, <coughs> but then your bike wasn't running, so then we just, it was time to yeah, we, start the new stuff and whatever. We'd kind of like tried too many things. And... Um, it was just getting to a point and we were just like, well, we've got these other two motors. So we ended up kind of taking that initial loom off of my engine and putting it onto one of the spares. Just pay out for Yeah. Do a look hard. Oh, it's just a ticket. Well, I've already got a ticket. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just pay out. Coming in live on the French toll roads, you're experiencing the. Uh, Oh, is there? Well, this is where the congestion started from before, wasn't it? Yeah, this, this is where it's supposed to be started from before. Interesting. I don't even know how you fucking pause this shit. You need to. Keep going, Here we go. Ticket. This is so much stuff. In. Cat. Oh, in. Receive. Press the green button. 
Oh. Allez, let's go. Allez, let's go. We're fast approaching blue flashing lights. Is this going to be the start of the congestion? Not. This is supposedly the start of the red. It is. And currently. Is that right fading up? I think it is. Well, it's more blue lights. He's coming this way. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> He's just joining us live on the journey. Yeah, fucking hell. Live on the journey. Um, thanks for staying with us. So, yeah, we kind of like took that basic loom off of my motor, put it on the spare one, and spark straight up well yeah so that was on the xr so we took, yeah. stripped a load of shit back took the wiring loom off of that we had oh, yeah, did have like, like not Roll. quite ready not quite complete non-complete loom does that make sense yeah it kind of like stripped all of the other kind of did exactly what we'd already done on my bike just to the rolling xr chassis i guess yeah but then we didn't fully complete the wiring loom so it didn't like spark and then we were like let's just stop fucking around take the one we know does spark we also put your side cover on with the alternator in it yes we did and then it sparked up like straight away and then what did we do well i think we we just got not even no we had no head no header no carb we were just cranking it over with a bit of carby cleaner straight in the intake and she was she was like firing up pretty much getting loud it was a nice feeling, like to actually realise that we'd done something right and it was working. One had done something right, and two that the motor that was in this XR frame wasn't just totally dead. Yeah, that was true, and it sounded good. Sounded like, really good. Cool. Yeah. So then we scrambled really quickly because again we're running out of time. Like Twenty minutes or something. So it's like a header on. Oh wait, no, it was not just the header. It was the oh, yeah. custom fabricated header to external straight pipe <laughs> running around the outside of the frame. Ready for leg, level. ready for leg burns. Yeah, and seat destroyed. Yeah, um, and then yeah, just whipped the carby straight off my one because we knew that one was like clean and ready to go. Yeah. Even though at this moment in time, I think we, oh shit, it was it was too good to be true. And we popped your tank on. Yeah, to get some fuel running in there, and yeah, I don't. It was not many cranks. She was no, fired literally. up, a couple of kicks, like, and I boom. Didn't even do anything for your idle, did we? Just did nothing. And then it, that was it. Yeah. Jumping around on videos. Yeah, it was, well, we had to keep Dougie Boy uh, updated as, uh, oh yeah, shit, I guess that's probably another thing we need to touch on. But yeah, we'll get onto that in a bit. But, um, yeah, I think it was just such a good feeling to know that the motor that, actually came in the XR frame was not totally toast. Why are these cars going up here? Just, I think they're probably just trying to skip all the traffic, are they? Exit, it says exit closed. No, I think we need to just stick with it. Uh, so, yeah. It looks like it's moving. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, we're just distracted again by the traffic. Huh. Um, Look at this landy. Yeah. So yeah, what were we saying? She was running. 
yeah, I think we were, yeah, just saying we were pleased that the the motor that came in the XR frame was good, basically, and it sounded it sounded decent as well. Idle nicely, like just ideal. So then, so because we used Tomo's alternator, I realised that, and also it says in the manual um, that the certain year has an actual grounding wire coming from like to the plug, um, not spark plug, but the actual like wiring plug to make, well, to ground the alternator. So I was like, I'm gonna have to figure out how to add the other alternators because they were just five wire ones, not six, which I didn't explain. And then we were also like, well, Tomo's motor's not working, so next plan is gonna be to try the spare engine. So that was another day. So yeah, the next sesh, it was just drop the motor out of my frame, which is nice and easy on these bikes. Yeah. Stressed member. And then, yeah, just pop the other one in, basically. Um, so there's the one that's in the XR frame, and then there was just a standalone motor, which was pretty sketchy. Yeah, it's like, got a lot of, like... Repairs to the casing. Yeah, like all the way around. Yeah, it's a pretty, like, mangled-looking thing, but complete all the same. So yeah, true. it was definitely worth a try. And um swapped it over. Yeah. Um, we moved the wiring loom again, swapped the side covers over, which um, one thing to note, which was kind of funny, but also stupid, was that we didn't like try oh, yeah. the engine. So we took the side covers off where the alternator goes and just oil was pissing everywhere, <laughs> all over the fucking floor. It was weird because when I've taken those covers off before, I do, I do remember like draining the oil now. I guess the bike must have been level. Yeah, but yeah, it was... and the other one was just kneeling right over. So the it's pretty funny. The garage floor is a bit covered. Bit yeah. So news two tone, three tone, multi tone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we swap the engine, swap the loom, and then what did we do? Just the spark. Spark was still there. Yeah, check the spark. Spark was and good. Then we just kind of did the same thing. Like move the carb over. Yeah. The tank. And then pretty much so the exhaust was still on the frame so just pop the header back up refit the header and over. yeah and Bingo. that, that one ran as well so it's two successful well engines that doesn't make sense after, scr after scrambling for some pretty dodgy super u motor oil as well because oh, yeah. we, we soon great. soon realized that this spare motor was um pretty dry. Very, dry. very 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 dry it's, it is also a little bit knocky, but we're not sure, like... Yeah, it's not as nice sounding as the other one, as long as in the XR and There's frame. no, like, chain, timing chain slap or anything like that. It's just, like, got a bit of a knock, but, yeah. It just could be so many things. Yeah, so, But all we need to know at the moment is that it runs, and then, basically, it's, it's going to be a deep woods shakedown once it's once the bike is back and complete yeah so yesterday we had that good session so mm. i tidied up all the wiring we um like what else did we do like moved everything around well just got it all tidied and re reassembled basically and yeah, yeah so got, it was got ready to actually like have a test ride of up and down the track yeah but we did realize that the throttle cable was too short yeah so and that it was, was holding the idle high wasn't it we couldn't adjust it 
yeah, we, there's a bit of a lack of adjustment in the in the throttle cable, and yeah, so it was idling super high, which is a pain. Yeah, so basically, it gets rider. Mm, yeah, it'd be a road. Uh, so the yeah, is the clutch is really like yeah, very peppy, isn't it? It's just like it's almost like on off sort of style. Like there's yeah. not much uh, progression in there, so that needs a little bit, a little bit of looking at. Um, and then just yeah, overall controls. So like the rear brake drum oh, yeah. is just totally seized, so that needs like a strip clean and grease. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's the arm that seizes. It? Yeah, no. Yeah, but that's fine. We know how to do that. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, just on the actual braking arm, that needs. I'm pretty sure that either need, Yeah, that just needs looking at, um, and a and a bolt to secure it on the end, and then yeah, a bit of an adjustment on the front brake, loop the cable up, that sort of thing. Um, a couple of bolts missing. So one of the one of the bolts that actually holds the uh, the handlebar mounts is just yeah. not there. Um, so that needs to be done. Yeah, just silly, it's just like silly things like that, really. Tidying it up, get a number board on, and then do yes. yeah, like you said, the shakedown in the deep woods. But I think we're gonna do a bit of practice, like maybe some like thirty-minute motos and stuff like that, just in the woods, set up a track, and There's see how it goes. Definite scope set up tracks down there. So, um, so yeah. I think the next session is probably tidy that up, ready for a ready, ready for, for a, a shake, woods, ready so, for a shakedown, yeah. and then deep woods shake down and then build up the XR. Pretty much. And I'm pretty sure we've got everything we'll need for that XR to be pieced together to be a running bike. Yeah. Um, it might just be yeah, a couple of cable bits, like clutch cable, throttle cable, or stuff like that. Um, we've got untold amounts of carbs. Yeah, we have now. We've got a lot of fucking carbs. It must be, is it like six, maybe? Minimum. So we've got spare carbs. Yeah, for days. Um, we'll probably select the best wheels to go on. Yeah, I think on the XR, I need to swap. Swap that back wheel, wheel out. Yeah. yeah. We don't want the front wheel. No, 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 no. And then if we can get the XR like to a good level again, probably a shake down and sketchy tyres. Yeah. And then a tyre of order. And I found yours on mm. the French side for a decent so probably just get the same one. Metas trials tires. Um, yeah. So we've got thing is we are actually getting stuff done for a change. I know it's pretty weird. It's, I think it's the garage. Yeah, it does help because yeah. we're like we've had a few times where we've literally had to just walk out. Yeah. So we just leave. We can just tools, parts everywhere. You can just shut the door and know that it's fine. And because no one else goes in there apart from us, it doesn't mm. matter. So that's been very handy. Not having to clear away and. Get everything out every single time. And I think it helps, like, I'm literally living above the garage, you're living a stone's throw away. Whereas, yeah, back in the UK, it's always like trying to arrange a day when we can go to each other's bit. And mm. it's like a bit more of a time commitment, whereas we can literally go in there for an hour and just get yeah. a few bits. Which done. is what we've done most of the time. Yeah, it's been really productive. We've got a good, like, two and a half hours, which is really handy. Yeah, yeah. I think we need another one of those yeah. soon. Yeah. yeah, it's decent. It's really, really good. I think it needs one more like hour sesh to get yours ready for a deep woods, then a good couple of hour deep woods sesh, and then go from there. But but basically, get the plan then because obviously you've spent time and a bit of money like making your engine better. <laughs> yeah, well, supposedly. So I think if we can get the XR up, we've got two bikes, so we can do some like deep woods motos and two. Look at your motor because that's pro that 
would be better if we can get it running properly for the blackjack in your bike. I would like that engine to be running. It would be ideal. We need to just figure out all the fuck's going. So there's just something fundamentally not right in there because it was a running engine and now it's just suddenly it's just no life in there. Yeah. So. I think if you've got the gaskets, it might be worth a strip down. I think it's probably it. Yeah. to see what's going on, really. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't already gathered or if we haven't already said, because we're now confident we've got race-worthy machines, the Black Yak has been booked. It is happening. It's not just chat. No, it's ready. We've got so three, three, three times race tickets. So that's myself and Charlie and then Dougie boys joining us. So large up Doug for making the trip out. Yeah, yeah. Joining the 1800 Customs boys. I'm uh, not going to regret it unless we can't deliver on your bike. But, but we will because we've got, yeah, that's not even a thing. So uh, we're still waiting on the top just to see. Yeah, so hopefully Nave can. And also me, Yeah, and just if anyone else fancies it, then you let us know because um, it's team entry. So there's there's scope for that. And we're hopefully going to have two bikes. So there are places up for grabs if people are interested in doing some. Crazy French enduro bikes yeah. <laughs> on one, two, five enduro bikes. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's actually a really good feeling having that kind of thing to just to look forward to. Yeah, even though we have also got the beach race to be looking forward to because we've booked tickets for that as well. So, yeah, it's a busy, few, busy few months coming up for the 1800 customs lads because we've got we've just done the swing rally, we've got Leon next month as well. Yeah, and that's not even next month anymore, is it? Wait, yeah. It is, it is in March. Yeah, it's, it's, in, not, it's not a month away. It's just in March. So in March, we've got Leon. April, we've got Black Yak. May, we've got Beach Race, DGR. It's all just coming on yeah. quite thick and fast. I'm looking forward to the Black Yak the most at the moment. Yeah, 100%. It's going it's to be, it's actually going to be like proper racing, like enduro racing. So we should become like better riders from it as well yeah so lots of opportunities to practice and gain gain some good experience riding um i definitely need to get fit for the race i know me too well, like say as we've just toppled a ikea smash lunch <laughs> huge, and huge ikea lunch McDonald's dinner and the Maccas after the swank um but yeah right, things are on the up for us What is this thing doing? <laughs> Just noticed it is actually videoing. So I'm hoping that this Riverside system works. Have you stopped? No, it's still just on. Um, yeah, have you got anything else you'd like to bring up? Um, updates on the party. Oh, well, so next on the agenda is that uh, we do have another thing confirmed in the diary which is the 1800 customs double denim party down at lamine in 1800 um so me between me charlie liam uh, and marie we are hosting a bit of a apre slash evening slash night <laughs> sesh slash day. slash day at lamine which consists of a double denim resort ski uh so anyone and everyone involved we've got a lot of people coming out that week hopefully some of which are listening um we're going to get involved in a big double denim ski because 
we all know that the uh, the denim style just improves your skiing <laughs> multiple folds and um, that will then conclude in a ski finish down to Lamine for an Apre bike show party so we're going to have all of our available machines down in the in the forecourt area of the bar they're ready for people to sit on get pictures just look at and just have a bit of atmosphere down there hopefully have some kind of cookout or barbecue or something going on up front liam's organizing some hay bales he's he's selling it's like a bit of a country and western style yeah he wants the evening because of the double denim isn't he so he wants the kind of the double denim the dungarees the country shirts the hats the mutangs yeah so there's going to be like prizes and raffles and stuff for best dress best mutang etc best bird yeah <laughs> um got live music going on as well so yeah it should actually be a really really good event i'm actually looking forward to it so we've also got teamed up with uh my good pal scott so shout out to scott who's hopefully going to be doing us a bit of artwork for the event he's going to be getting a post made up for us um and also just some a few bits for 1800 customers in general so you're gonna have to watch this space and um yeah see what he comes up with but i'm excited for that too yeah really really looking forward to that um so yeah that's that that's coming up i was just checking our trello board to see if there's anything else that i i don't think i've added anything to it no um i think that's kind of it really yeah for now that's cool. But that's, hey, a, it's good. that's a nice little update for those that are following along and excited for our Black Yak. The road to Black Yak. Yeah. That could be like each series, Road to Black Yak, Road to the Beach Race. Yeah. Oh, one thing, actually. Ooh. The Bike Shed Show submissions have been opened. That's you, George Kramer, Todd. Yeah, definitely George. He has to get in. Get that CB750 in there, boy. I was thinking about the Dommy, but I don't think it's going to happen now because we've got all these Black Yak bikes to get in. The Dommy would have been a, a good one initially, but I think <clears throat> having just <coughs> committed to the Black Yak. Yeah. We could submit a Black Yak race bike. Could do. It's not a no from me. Ooh. With the special seat covers. Ooh, you're going to have to wait to hear yeah. about those. That's a surprise. Check out the Insta. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I guess that's it, isn't it? I think we'll probably wrap this up and see how we go in this fucking traffic. Yeah, thanks for listening in to another episode of the Moto Chronicles. And uh, yeah, be sure to follow us on the Insta at 1800customs uh, to yeah stay updated with what's going on with our, with our road to Black Yak. Right, peace out. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.